You've probably been avoiding speaking and raising your hand to be that speaker at meetings because you think that you're afraid of speaking. But in actuality, you're doing it every single day, regardless of your position, if you own a business, or if you work for a company. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So let's get on to the show. You're listening to Be In Demand, the podcast for honest advice, inspiring stories, and ideas for growing your business by leveraging the expert that you are. I'm your host, Loria Mirabito business mentor. And I'm also a reformed painfully shy girl, red wine lover and exercise enthusiast. Join me as I share how being positioned as the expert in your industry, even if it's a busy one, will help you stand out and be the one in demand to hire and work with. Today, I wanted to talk about how you're already speaking. You just don't label it as speaking. Because me speaking into this microphone, this is a form of speaking. And you've heard me say that before again and again. But you're speaking all day, all the time. You just don't think you're speaking because you've probably heard me say that speaking needs to be redefined. But I'm going to kind of, I'll dive a little bit more and review that again a little bit later. But let's just talk about like if you're in sales. If you've been hanging around me any length of time, you know that I believe that we are all in sales. But if you're in sales, you're making cold calls, most likely, or somebody referred you to somebody. So you're still calling somebody that you kind of got introduced to, but it's still kind of a little, it's a warm call, but there's warm calls, there's cold calls. You're picking up the phone and calling people. You might be walking in. You're crafting social media posts if you happen to work for yourself. Maybe you're over on LinkedIn, engaging in conversations on other people's posts. That kind of writing is still a form of speaking, but you're selling your services all day to one person or maybe even several people at one time. That's still a form of speaking. And the reason why I'm calling it a form of speaking is because we all need to communicate with confidence and communicate with clarity so that the person who is listening to us, who is considering our services, who is considering what you are trying to influence them, whether it's a new idea for your company, for a product line, it's still a form of speaking. If you get interviewed, you know, whether that's for a job or for an industry publication, still a form of speaking. If you're a waitress, I'm just thinking of this because I always think waiters and waitresses, like when they tell the table about the specials that night, I mean, they are selling the specials. And you can always tell somebody who loves what they're doing is great at waitressing, at creating that dining experience because they get really into it. And I, I always love when I hear the specials. I wait to make my decision based on what the special sounds like. So wait staff, you, you're either selling, you're selling the specials like to one person, or even if it's a party of 10. Let's just say that you're a leader. You're running a company. You're running a department. You're attending meetings, whether you're hosting the meeting or whether you're attending the meeting. But there's another opportunity where you are speaking. And I'm just going to like pause here for a second because a lot of times people think, well, I don't consider that a form of speaking. But the reason why, first of all, it is. But the reason why you're not nervous or scared of that kind of speaking is because if you're running the meeting, you already know what you're going to talk about. And there's something that comes with, and this is something that I noticed with all of my clients, they get super confident when they know exactly what they're going to be talking about, which is the whole reason why I work with my clients on crafting a signature speech. If, again, let's go back to being a leader, you're interviewing, you're interviewing people for your team, for your staff, maybe you're interviewing for a promotion. 
you're inspiring others, you're motivating others. These are all forms of speaking. Anytime that you've had had a tough conversation, maybe with a troubled employee, a troubled staff member, if you're running your own company and you've got, you know, like 1099s, you've got contract workers that you have to let go, those difficult conversations is a form of speaking. Whenever you do reviews, whenever you're attending like some sort of a sales or an industry conference, when you're meeting new people, you're giving your elevator pitch, it's the what do you do? Who do you work for? That's all speaking. You just probably never thought of it that way. So let's go on to if you're an entrepreneur or you're a business owner, because a lot of my listeners, a lot of you that are out there that are listening to this right now, you are business owners. You're hiring people, hiring contractors, hiring permanent staff that's going to come and work with you. That's speaking. You get on a sales call. That's speaking. I mean, you have to confidently communicate really clear, you know, and speak to the person that is considering speaking to the prospect, speaking to their needs, desires. You know, I always talk about with sales calls for entrepreneurs that you have to draw a line to the results. Like, here's what I want and here's how I'm going to get that. You draw a line to that for people so that they can see that. Client work, depending on what you do, well, actually, not even depending on what you do. You can be a virtual assistant, you can be a speaking coach like myself, if I can't communicate clearly, if you can't communicate clearly with your clients about like, hey, here's what we're going to need. Like, for instance, if you are a virtual assistant, it's like, here's how I work with people. Here's how I support my clients. Here are some systems and tools. You have to be able to communicate that clearly. And another one that just also comes to mind, you know, as entrepreneurs and business owners is you're giving your elevator pitch. You know, whether you are writing that out or actually saying it, it's still a form of speaking. So I hope that right now that I've opened your eyes to, oh, I already am speaking. You just haven't labeled it as speaking because you have this preconceived idea that what speaking is, is me standing on a stage speaking to a large audience. And that's not necessarily what speaking is because you've heard me say, Speaking needs to be redefined. And the stage is so much more than just Zoom. The more that I keep talking about this and I'm talking to people, I'm realizing that's your stage. Oh, there's your stage. So for example, my mechanic, the gentleman who takes care of my car, and he shared with me a video that was that he went all the way to all the way to Texas from New Hampshire to participate in a race. And he's, he's participated in this race before. But racing and that racetrack is his stage because it's when he's there showing people what he does best. This is how he has clients from around the globe now. People literally walk up to him and can you do to my vehicle, <laughs> to my race car, what you did to your race car? So racetracks, racing is his stage. Another friend of mine, she is getting into temporary real estate and like Airbnb, VRBOs, and real estate is her stage. To hear her talk about it, she is getting people around her, myself included, interested in what she's doing. And she just bought her first triplex. And I think I'm going to ask her to be on the show. So if Michelle, if you're listening to this, know that I'm going to be coming to ask you because her talking about real estate 
is what's drawing people in like, I think I want to learn from you also. And she's also building up this connection with contractors that are, you know, like going to go in and do renovations with loan officers. Even those people are part of her stage, if you will. So your Rolodex, you know, your contact list is part of your stage. If you're really good at relationships, my husband is phenomenal when it comes to relationships and keeping in touch with people and people will pay for your contacts. So think about that, like that's his stage is relationships. So speaking comes in many different shapes, sizes and forms that are out there. So what do I want you to do with all of this information is I really want you just to pay attention to where are you already speaking that you haven't defined as speaking? So where could you redefine what speaking is for you, your career, your brand, your business? Because you're doing it already. Like I've said before, said a couple of times, like in this particular podcast, you just haven't defined it as speaking. So what would happen if you started to define it as speaking? How would that change? And if you decided to, hey, I want to increase my brand awareness, I want to start speaking more. Where can I do that? That maybe you just decide, I'm going to start doing Facebook Lives. I'm going to do like IG Lives. I'm going to do more IG Stories. You can always start small and work your way up. And that's one of the things that I teach like my students inside my programs or my one-on-one clients is there's a way to craft your presentation you're speaking, whether it's on social or it's on a stage, or it's just you're introducing yourself, you know, at a networking event, or even you meet somebody, you know, in line at the grocery store to be able to communicate confidently what you do, how you help people, and here are some tips. That's what's going to increase your brand awareness. And you're going to feel so confident when you start thinking about this. I mean, when I think back to the very first time that I started speaking, I was nervous. I was extremely nervous, but like I did it anyways. I had an idea of what I was going to say and rehearsed it. And it's those rehearsals, practicing is what gives you that confidence because you know what you're going to say in front of people, which is why I always say you want to have a couple of different elevator pitches in your back pocket because you never know who you're speaking to. You might be speaking to somebody who would be a great prospect for you, a great client for you. You're going to have a different elevator pitch for them than you would if you were meeting somebody who could refer people to you. Very different elevator pitches. So think about speaking in that manner as well. Where are you speaking already? You just haven't been considering it or defining it to be speaking. Because here's what's going to happen you'll start to become more and more aware of all these different places and different ways that you are speaking so that now instead of like, hey, I just kind of like pick up the phone and I'm talking to one person or I'm at a networking event and I'm in a small group of people and they ask what I do and I give my elevator pitch to just a few people. Well, what would happen if I started saying, yes, I'll speak at that event I see a request for speakers for an industry conference. I'm going to apply for that and see what happens. See if I get picked. And then just start taking those steps towards becoming that speaker at so that people see you as an industry expert. Because there's just such a beautiful thing that happens, whether you're speaking to just one person or you're speaking to many as in an audience and maybe holding a microphone. 
where you are sharing with people, grabbing their attention, why they need to keep listening to you, why you're an expert in this, really giving value, sharing with people, here's the next step. That's the conversion part that I'm always talking about. You always want to be compelling, captivating, and most importantly, converting, whether you're speaking to one person or a number of people. So just start to notice, where are you already speaking? And where could you start speaking more? Just look around at the different events, meetings, and places maybe you want to start speaking on social. Maybe you want to just start sharing your information because that is a great way to build that know, like, and trust with your audience. And you've probably already heard me say, I know in a previous episode, I talked about all the different benefits of speaking. So I really wanted to come in here and share this information because I've been getting a lot of people who have actually said, yeah, but I'm not a speaker. And I hear that a lot. And guess what? You're speaking, whether you realize it or not, all day and every single day. So until next time, I want you to be in demand. And I would also love to hear your comments. Feel free to hit me up in the DMs, either over in Instagram, which is the place where I love to have conversations with my listeners. Find me over there. There's a link right down in the show notes, but it's laurieann.mirabito is where you'll find me on Instagram. And until next week, be in demand. Thanks for hanging out with me. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And join me over in my private Facebook group for more tips, community, and free trainings. You'll find the link in the show notes. You can also help this podcast reach more listeners by leaving a review. And as a thank you, each month I pick one of my reviewers to win a free coaching call with me. So if you haven't done so already, please leave a review and you could be the next winner.